firecrackers, it's Naomi, and welcome to the firecracker department. Our guest today, oh boy, I'm excited, because I sat down with my buddy, Jess Salguero. She's just the best. And I've seen her a bunch of times, and then I got to work with her, and we got to hang out, and that was a treat. And then this conversation was fantastic too, because we got to spend some like good like one-on-one -on -one time together. Now you'll know Jess from everything right now. She's in so many things. She's just like hitting her stride. She was on Orphan Black, uh, The Strain. You've seen her as the mean nanny in Working Moms. She's on The Boys on Amazon. She's on Letter Kenny, and she's on the most recent season of The Expanse. So seriously, this woman is everywhere and she is just knocking it out of the park. And you can see Jess and myself in the new film, Canadian Strain, which was supposed to be released the 20th, but since the theatrical releases have been delayed due to the old COVID-19, they are fast-moving artists. They pivoted, and it is now available today on iTunes in Canada. Thank you for moving so fast. Uh, she plays this really cool, complicated weed dealer that goes out of business after Canada legalizes pot. And I play, um, I, 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 I'll just say I play Snoop Dogg's number one fan. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, Naomi, classic sneakers. Of course, we all know she's Snoop Dogg's number one fan. Either which way, Snoop Dogg fans, not Snoop Dogg fans. It's a really fun film and uh, you should go see it. Make sure you follow the film at Canadian Strain to stay in the loop. As you know, Firecracker Department is still in business and we are still here for you, bringing you together, supporting you as artists, as people, whatever you need, we are here for you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to stay in the loop about all our virtual events, including a movie club. Yeah, wouldn't you like a movie club where we watch a movie and then we chat about it? We're gonna do it. We are gonna start this week with the Breaker Uproars. <laughs> you say that 10 times fast. That's on Netflix. Stay tuned for more information on how to be part of that conversation. We are also planning open mics, a firecracker cabaret online. That sounds fun to me. I'd like to go. Oh, I will because I'm going to host it. Uh, we're also going to do a virtual version of our script department. And this is going to be fun because I think we're going to start to include some international scripts because why not? We're going virtual. Let's reach out to the folks in Berlin, England, Malaysia, Mexico, wherever you firecrackers are listening. Submit your scripts now, firecrackerscriptdepartment at gmail.com. Bring them on. And as always, we got you. We are going to continue our support and our community in the Facebook members group. So stay with us. Stay connected. Don't get isolated. Don't get down. We got you, okay? We got your back, and I know you got ours. Just stay positive, firecrackers. We're going to get through this together. Jess is one of those people, I, I feel like she's such a, a proactive artist like she's not only working on things that are coming her way in, in TV and film but she's also working on her own stuff uh, she's got a website bitches be witches she also is gonna be in that show coming up called tiny pretty things um, and a new Netflix series called Jupiter's legacy she just doesn't sleep a lot that's what I'm imagining I had so much fun I'm so glad she made time for me she was in Los Angeles and had to cut her trip short because she had to get back to shoot something and I was like oh we gotta find an hour and we did it and um, I adore I adore this woman I just pounded my chest that's how much I adore her I Celine beyond it she's just a real just a true true person and I'm really excited to share this conversation I had with her with you so let's do it the one and only just some girl you you've been here for like a week yeah. <laughs> and then you thought you'd be here for like a month and a half and yeah then, I li uh, I literally uh, yeah, is I've been here for like eight days. Yeah, how do you do? How do you deal with stuff like that? Like cha drastic change? Because I feel like in our careers, you have to be constantly like rejigging your schedule. Mm -hmm. And I'm not always great with change. Mm -hmm. Are you? I feel like I've gotten more used to it. Yeah. But man, the, I go through phases. Sometimes it's it's not easy. Yeah. Sometimes it's really like I I just want some sort of semblance of security or like normalness or routine yeah there's times I really crave that really crave yeah. it and so if things change I try to find a way to have yeah. some sort of kind of routine yeah where do you get that from 
Um, because I'm totally oh the God, same I'm way like, when I'm like, <laughs> all right, I've got my routine. I wake up in the morning. I do my yeah, meditation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I maybe get some yoga in. This is great. And then something will change, and everything will go to pot. Yeah. So where do you find? Oh my gosh. Uh, I guess. I actually really try to have alone time. Yeah. Are you a loner? Are you like? Not feels like you've got like a pretty I, I tight circle of friends. Yeah, that's true. I feel kind of a balance. It's funny. Yesterday, I was supposed to go to like this uh, housewarming party, and I was like, <laughs> in the car with my friend going, and I was like, can you just drop me off at Lassen's and you were just gonna buy some groceries oh. and go home? <laughs> She's like, I totally get yeah. it. I was like, I just. Especially when you're here, when I just got here, so it's like seeing a bunch of people, right? So yeah. it's just, I got social, social doubt. Yeah. Know? I get like that too. I find mm-hmm. myself like craving people and mm-hmm. then like hitting a wall where I'm like, I just need to like eat craft dinner out of a pan yeah. and just like really lay low. And just like sit with like your pants unzipped yeah. and like watch some sort of embarrassing television show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, do you have a partner? Are you involved with anything? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that world? Okay, so in that, uh, yeah, world. But, like, I also think, like, when, when Matt goes away, the things that I, like, uh-huh. check into is exactly that. Like, I order Chinese food. Oh, man. I put my track pants on. Not that I can't do those things with him. He'd be like, this right. is a good night. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But also, it just makes you feel like, I don't know, back to... I, I, I'm so glad to hear that, because there's moments when I'm like, am I the only person that's, like, a slob like this? No. Okay, good. I know people, I know people that like come home and put their pajamas on, even if it's at two o'clock in the afternoon, oh. just to be comfortable, oh. which I get. I totally Bless. get that. Bless. I love that. Um, are you, uh, do you find yourself adjusting like, cause you're, it feels, this is what it feels like with your career. It feels like you were like humming along, like mm-hmm. booked a little thing here, booked a little thing and then it suddenly exploded. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. With that. Don't you think that's interesting? I that's the, I know. And so... But no, do you feel like there's a tipping point for you recently? Uh, huh. Maybe you just like keep your head down and you're just been working so much. Maybe. It feels like it's been really steady to me mm-hmm. in that, you know, okay, you get your first like guest star, then you get a two episode recurring, then you get like a six episode recurring, and then like, and then you get a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. With me, it was just like a bunch of those. And then last year I was like, I've never been a series regular. I really want to get a series regular, and finally got one. And so it's Which just one been. Which was that? At, um, it's called Tiny Pretty Things. Yeah, right. Netflix show with um, with Michael Pennant. Yeah, yeah, who I, I adore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's felt really steady. You know what? You know what felt like people's concept changed was when I was a Tiff Rising star. Oh, that's and interesting. then people were like, "Oh, like." Congratulations, and I'm like, on what? And, and, and you're like, like rising star. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, the rising star, absolutely. But mm. I just felt like people all of a sudden were like, oh wow, like you have a career. And I was like, I felt like I had a career for two years. It's mm-hmm. just been like low key. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you feel like your roles tipped, like into, I, I want to say like purposeful, but in the realm of like something you can dig your teeth in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so interesting you say that and like the reaction in my body. <laughs> I want things that I can sink my teeth into. And that's... I had a meeting a few weeks ago at the beginning of pilot season with, with a casting director here. And they were like, oh. And she's looking at me being like, I know you can play so and so's girlfriend on this pilot, and I was just like, I don't want to play so and so's girlfriend right. on this pilot. I want to be so and so. Yeah, you, you can know? play my boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that that was just a realization for me because I left that meeting being like, wait, I didn't even say what I wanted. Like, what do I want? And it made me really. I really reflected on that for the few weeks before I came back here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to be um, like an accessory to another character, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, naturally, as you play smaller roles, that is what you are. 
you're like kind of helping the lead. The leads are more the pivotal piece mm-hmm. in the in the show. But um, yeah, I just I love having like an arc and momentum and yeah. like actually a character to to grow and build with and yeah. So that's starting to happen now, which is like so nice. Yeah, yeah. It feels like you. I mean, that could be because of your. Your training, like your Randolph school training of like knowing that you want that kind of thing as opposed to I'll just take whatever comes my way. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember that time where you're oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not I mean, going to be more purposeful again. Sometimes I feel like I'm still, my agents are like my Canadian agent is amazing and he's always like, you know, you don't have to say yes to everything. I actually default to saying yes to a lot of things. Yeah. But why? Okay. Why? Why do we do that? Oh, there's, I feel like there's tons of stuff scarcity mm-hmm. mindset because I was you know hustling actor for 10 years before I ever got like a TV spot mm-hmm. and the the fear that it's all gonna go away mm-hmm. or and like and this is the shit that I'm trying to check in with a lot is this whole idea like well you're at a certain spot right now like right. make sure like this is where you have to be really strategic and really which can absolutely be true, but it's putting so much weird pressure on yeah. me where I'm going like, oh, is that the right one? Is this the coolest one? Is this the da 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 the hottest one? And I'm like, I don't know. I got to put all that out of my mind and just like go with my gut, go with my intuition on these yeah. things because I, so much noise yeah. telling you what to is do. Is that from like managers and agents and press and? Uh, yeah, I think it's everything. So how do you um, shut that stuff out? Like, how do you get true to your own journey? Hmm. Uh, I'm asking a lot for of a journey. friend. <laughs> <laughs> right? I saw hard. the artist's like, way here. I'm doing the artist's way right now. Yeah, with that's our awesome. Group, the fire yeah, and it's really I've never done it before. Oh, have you? I, uh, yeah, I have. The whole. I gotta thing? get back to it. No, not the whole thing. It's. I mean, this is um. What I love about this is mostly that just we, morning pages. That's all right. Yeah. No? I mean, we're doing it as a group, so there's a level of like accountability and support that I really mm-hmm. like. Um. But this kind of thing actually helps with uh, becoming more clear about what I want. Because and... I feel like you're an artist as well. Like I think that yeah. there are some people that are in the business for the business. And maybe for, you know, the oh, I'm know. making the, the I... camera side. <laughs> of like, like some people are into that. And I'm, I don't have any judgment about that. But I think I, I can see for you that you have um, a, a different kind of hunger. Mm, thank you. What do you think? I actually really... Uh appreciate that yeah I, I feel that way and so how do you put all that noise aside luckily a lot of my closest friends around me are not actors no, not they, in the industry at all not at all yeah what who, who, who are they <laughs> <laughs> like my best friend uh who I live with who's been you know my best friend since I was a kid she's a social worker um my other roommate also works in like public policy. Oh, wow. and um, like I, I have a lot of like teachers and like people around me that I I kind of need that. Yeah, because I feel like oh man, our career sometimes it can just like get like so. It's a lot. It's it becomes this like crazy projection of all of these things. Like oh, I could do this, and it's like hold up, base level, what's going on. What actually needs? What stories actually need to be told? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, what do you mean when when you say that? Like, what what is a story that needs to be told for you? Mm. Something that is radically honest. Mm. So something that, and I mean, I have done things that are purely for entertainment. I think sure, but I think that's okay too. Yeah, like, I think it's okay I too. We can't. Do constant like I know we have to be easy on ourselves. <laughs> That's right? true. But I think there's sometimes you do something for money because yeah. we need to make a living, and then there's sometimes you do it for entertainment, which I think has complete value. Mm-hmm. And then there's the projects that come along, and they're like, oh no, this is for my my craft. My yeah. Soul. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess okay. So not just entertainment. I'm gonna rephrase this. Things that challenge certain narratives. Because so much, we've seen the same story reproduced over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely at a time right now where we can disrupt that. And it's important to disrupt mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and so what is so great about 
and also really confronting in a good way living with my best friend who's this PhD social worker right, who's right. like deconstructing like systems all the time all of the like everything gender roles um pretty much any dynamic and any um any institution everything everything she's deconstructing everything all yeah. the time and um she's the one that sometimes can give me such a real talk and I like really appreciate it where she keeps me she keeps me like somehow like in my body back to basics because I just feel like sometimes because we we have this industry that's like so conflated with fame and public image all of these things that aren't actually part of our job but they end up being part of our job yeah. <laughs> now, especially. But it's not life. about the art. That sounds so pretentious. Yeah. About the art, I've just pulled out my. Scissors. <laughs> but like, we started because of that, right? We started yeah. in our grubby track pants, reading script, dissecting it, and and then at some point there's a turn, mm-hmm. and it becomes what's the coolest project? Yeah. And how like how do you navigate? Like I feel like because you know the projects that you've had on your plate in the last even year with the boys and things Mm -hmm. like that like as you said you're just taking things as they come and I get that but how do you how do you keep true to yourself along Mm. the way well honestly it's funny because I feel like I'm on a journey right now coming back to myself I feel like Hmm. I was ignoring myself for a while what did that look like well it felt like just being busy and wanting and then having my basic needs met so being like I don't have to worry about that stuff I don't have to worry about thinking super deeply right now or um, challenging myself I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and then I've got food, shelter, and clothing yeah exactly what am I complaining about? oh my soul isn't being fed so be it totally totally it's like a certain level of comfort I reached a certain level of comfort in my life and then I was like Oh yeah, whatever. I'm fine. So actually, I feel like I'm coming full circle again, being like, okay, no, 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 no. Um, let's actually, like, even just stuff with like my own spiritual practices and actually feed, doing things that are of service again to my community. What does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff do you do in that realm? Well, I mean, I used to. I mean, I. I mean, I still do. I have a website called Bitches Be Witches mm-hmm. where felt like what we were trying to do is create like a hub um, so people we would release a theme and people would contribute articles or musings poetry and it was just a space where people could be honest people could read things that resonated with them that maybe wasn't wasn't something that had been mm, that people aren't usually comfortable sharing uh-huh especially in public. Um, just creating like healthier reference points for yeah. women too. Because uh, I felt that definitely in my early and mid-20s. I was like, I don't, I don't know who to look to right now because all the models for me are men. Right. In terms of people that march to the beat of their own drum. Or that you admired or there were yeah. the faces of like power. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like, I know they're out there. It's just we're not featuring them. Who, who do you look to? I mean, I actually look to a lot of women in my community now. Um, people like you. Oh, fantastic. Oh, so no pressure. <laughs> um, no, but it's true. I remember like she a couple years ago. Yes. 50 bucks over to you. Um, <laughs> but about like a couple years ago, I was like, oh, I really, I need a mentor. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even like, I'm mentoring other people, but I still need mentorship. Mm-hmm. Like, don't we, don't you think we always will? Like. And I might get I might get mentorship from like, you know, like somebody much younger than me, which I think is also that's really cool too. Yeah, because I'm inspired by people's like drive and work ethics and passion and mm-hmm. who do you get? Uh... It's funny actually, Kelly McCormick, who I have been spending lots of time with since I've been here, and also she's a dear friend of mine. But I get a lot of inspiration and energy from her she's a dynamo she's she like one of those people that just like pew 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 oh, yeah. try to catch one of those sparks as oh she yeah by. totally and maybe because we're close friends like she's really honest with me about like 
her journey too. It's not just all like, yeah, I did this, I made it happen. And like, da da da. It's like, you know, there's obviously all the things that we all feel that's superhuman, like doubts and whatever. And yeah, because social media kind of F's us up, right? That it all looks like everybody's got it together. Oh, yeah. I feel like there should be like an anti Facebook or an anti Instagram that's like darkness and like here's me crying about this thing or. Oh, totally. Well, I think that's that's the problem with again disrupting the narrative like that's the problem with the stories that are are told about success which is like they started from nothing and now he's jeff bezos or whatever and so you're like but wait what about all that stuff in between yeah where they failed a million times a million times and just did it one more time and yeah so they said you know the ted talks yeah yeah yeah. i can't remember who said this but they said the ted talk should be called like a group of failures (laughs) <laughs> because whoever's doing a TED Talk probably had to fail oh, yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't see that. We see the success. Oh, yeah. I remember... Uh, do you know Tim Ferriss's? Oh, yeah. He runs podcast. Yeah, he's great. Um, one question he always asks his guests is like, what's your favorite failure? That's and a I great question. I love that. Oh, what do you think of when, for that? Oh, I'm just stealing his question. <laughs> oh, man. What's my favorite failure? That's really tricky. Um... I, that's hard because I don't consider them failures. I know that mean that's the word failure. I don't really. It's like regret. I don't think because if I had regrets, I would, I would uh, not have, be the person I am now. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what comes to mind for you. Uh, in a weird way, I mean, I guess this is a failure, sort of. I totally went through. Uh, pretty brutal eating disorder when I was like in my mid 20s and I think my my plan was that like oh I'm gonna look like the way I'm supposed to look and then I'll start booking tv the way that you know society has pressured women to look whatever I was like I'll fit I'll fit everything inside the box it'll be perfect I'll get all the jobs nothing right like crickets wasn't booking at all and I was like so unhealthy I like wasn't getting my period it was like oh it my was gosh bad it was I was so unhealthy and all my friends were like are you good and and as part of he- healing myself um because really actually what struck me as oh shit this is actually a problem now was me not getting my period for two years and I have a sister who's a doula, like, amazing mama earth yeah. woman. And she's like, okay, like, this is, like, your your body's talking to you. Talking to you. Yeah. Something's not right. And I was like, well, fuck it. You know, I'm going to, can I swear? Yeah. Like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm so, I mean, this career is messing me up. I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to, like, go back to school and she was like, maybe you just need to write about what's going on in you. And she huh. was like, join my... She had like a writing circle that Skyped every morning at like 7 a.m. together. Wow. And so I started doing that and I did it for like a year. And what just kept coming up is I was realizing that I was taking up less space. I kept... There's like this instinct... Not, I mean, it's not a real natural instinct, but something that was trained in me to just take up less space in like every way. Yeah. Thinking that's the only way that a woman could have any power is actually to be less of herself. Right. So that manifested in every way. My body, but also just like energetic, um, definitely uh, spiritually. And so I started trying to find ways that I could take up more space in order to heal myself. Right. Because I knew I had to do it in the right way. I couldn't just like, oh, fine, I'll just, you know. Eat more. Drink milkshakes yeah, all day right. long. And like, right. then I'll be healthy. I knew I would spiral into right. like a crazy thing if I started doing You're that. lucky that it didn't just like tilt the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, I have to like do this healthy and that healthfully. Healthfully? Yeah. That's um, right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, and so it was definitely a, a a thing where I had to look at all parts of my life. It was like a holistic healing. Where did you get that from? I had a lot to do with my sister, yeah, honestly. Because she... Like, were you brought up in that kind of environment? No. But I was <laughs> sort of raised by her in many ways. Like, we 
grew up in a super like traditionally Catholic strict house okay. of immigrant parents where there's absolutely gender roles um, imposed on you and somehow my sister who's 10 years older than me was able to kind of resist that hmm. in this really amazing way I don't know how she did it but she definitely had a massive impact on me mm-hmm. she, she kind of raised me in a way and so it was yeah she was just like she just asks the right questions mm-hmm. she's like why do you think you need to be this way mm-hmm. why do you need to da 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 and she's like what do you want to see different in your industry and I'm like oh, well, I want to mm. see all bodies I want to see like actual oh real people mm-hmm. real women and um a great question yeah and then I was just like yeah she's like you know classic Gandhi like, be the change you want to see in the sure. world yeah. like why classic do you expect Gandhi. other classic Gandhi <laughs> yeah right Nancy I think there's Sunny. a t-shirt for sure <laughs> yeah classic Gandhi um and so yeah but I mean just she knew you well enough that, to know that that would work for you too right mm-hmm. you never know what the key is going to be for it's somebody, true but she knew that you wanted to make an impact in your industry totally and um yeah so it was a slow process kind of I don't know if slow it was the right amount of time mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. but yeah that kind of feels like my favorite failure because I had this like plan right and I was like (laughs) it's just check check there were so many things like at that point in my life I was like had gone through this breakup and I was dating this like kind of famous punk rocker Mm -hmm. and I was like I'm gonna show them Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna be like this hot actress da 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 Mm -hmm. and it's like no no (laughs) none of it worked um do you remember turning a point and being like uh, when you felt comfortable in your skin again? Oh. Do you remember the moment that you're like, oh no, I'm back. I'm back to me. Mm. Ooh, what an excellent question. I want to pin that down to a moment. Well, there's uh, for me, like there's certain parts where I feel most myself and mm-hmm. whether it's like I've gone through something and then I'm on the other side and I'm like, oh, I'm back. Mm. And whether, I don't know. Yeah, there's like yeah. moments I can think of when I've been traveling and I've oh, faced like yeah. challenges. Oh, yeah. Like, nightmare challenges that I'm like, okay, I got through that. I'm going to be okay. Oh, yeah. I just hitchhiked across France, Mm. and I didn't get raped and murdered, so I'm going to be okay, you know? Totally. Do you remember a a turning point for you? Oh, my gosh. It's so interesting. Um, Okay, so I went to Portugal for, like, two weeks, um, and I was, like, going to Fadu... Fadu is a kind of music from Portugal that I sing and I love it. It's very like melancholic and haunting and dark and it's like done in these like little taverns like with women, usually women singing all in black with like flamenco guitar yeah. and it's like candlelit. It's like this really yeah. sacred thing. To... In a cave, like to- totally. yeah, candlelight. I oh, love yeah. that. Yeah. Very like sacred to Lisboetas, which are like people from Lisbon. And um, anyway, I just spent like two weeks like around this and having this like amazing time there and I remember I was at the air and I was feeling good like I was eating whatever I wanted I was eating like mm-hmm. stuff I wasn't touching the year before mm-hmm. like give me all the pastries mm-hmm. all the pastel de like everything yeah um and I was like I remember being like slightly worried like oh no like does this mean that whatever classic like fucking bullshit talk oh my god am I gonna get fat now blah 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 blah, bullshit but I was I remember I was at the airport I had a stopover in JFK and I was like trying to continue my writing so Bitches Be Witches was originally kind of like a book I was writing about this process and I had my laptop out and I, I just went no I'm a sham like I can't keep writing this I haven't even got my period back like right. like I'm not and I closed my laptop I went to the bathroom oh I said I'm only gonna start writing this once I get my period back I literally went to the bathroom that moment and I got my period and I started crying yeah in the stall and I was like oh 
my god, yeah. have I never had a clearer sign in my life um, that I should keep doing this. Um, but that was definitely, I feel like that was a really important moment for me to be like, okay, like I'm connected to my body again. Like something, yeah. something got, yeah, something that had been, I don't, know, I don't want to say I broken, know, I but disrupted. Like dislodged. Yeah, dislodged. Yeah, was was back together and, um, yeah, that was that was a big one. But yeah, every time I travel, that's a it's a big one, especially when I travel. Mostly when I travel by myself, because mm-hmm. then I'm like mm-hmm. checked as to like how to handle the things that normally like you do if you're in a partnership and uh-huh. like he's gonna take care of holding sure. the passports. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take care of this aspect. But <laughs> oh yeah, suddenly you find yourself, especially when I was like in my twenties, I was like really a world traveler I love oh cool yeah so then now as you're like you're kicking along with your career you're just taking like I, I just have this image of you of like just like playing tennis and like things are just coming your way and you're like yeah I'll take that yeah bam bam and then like oh God, I love that do you have like a vision do you have like a vision of your future of like mm. the things you don't do want mm. because I think when you say like you don't want to seem ungrateful and not take jobs as they come your way but at the same time, you have to honor that person oh, that sure. started Bitches Be Witches. Oh, for sure. And that journey. So how do you balance for sure. that? I'm really coming kind of to that intersect right now. Um, to those crossroads, I should say. And honestly, it's like I'm constantly having to check in with myself why I do this mm. job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually always say that to young actors too when we talk about the industry I'm like you're gonna have to constantly be like renegotiating this with yourself mm-hmm. because as soon as you start to like lose the plot mm-hmm. <laughs> or like lose track of why you're doing this and once it starts to become about fame I'm just gonna say you might be entering dangerous territory right. mentally um, how am I navigating it honestly I have really good I have really good reps that yeah. I told my agent I'm like Literally, this was like last week. I was like, you know me. You know I say yes to almost everything. So don't send me stuff mm-hmm. if you think it's if you really think it's not good for me. He's like, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't send it to me. But what do, a vision that I have for my career. It's so it's so funny because I've always had problems answering these questions because it's more of a feeling. It challenges it though, right? It does. Like we don't, as you said, like you have to stop every once in a while and go. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because it's really easy to jump on a train and just start doing the things that come your way. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But to ask yourself why you're doing it, I think is really provocative. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that I'm really guided by a feeling. Like, I'm, I'm really guided by, do I have... Is this project going to allow me to be as revealed as I want to be? And... Uh, if the answer is sort of like, hmm, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna take those risks, or I don't know mm-hmm. if they want that much honesty, then I'm sort of then I'm now I'm starting to be like, okay, mm-hmm. that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I I I do want to be. He used such a good word, provocative. Um, because I I don't know it's I like it <laughs> I like it it's for me it's just like oh it's like why I'm alive it's like I just want to I I'm okay being um, an example do you know what I mean not really tell me okay more. <laughs> I feel I, I, do, I feel but... like I'm okay like it, I want to be honest so other people can be honest. You know? Right. Yes. I don't... It's so interesting. Someone someone told me the other day, this really rad chick from England who's an actor here, she was like, you know, sometimes you can like sit with someone and you just know they're a good actor. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And and we were talking about what that is, what, the, what that quality is. And I was like, I think it's like gravitas. It's something about like they know they have pain. They know there's pain. Yeah. And they're okay with it. Right. And they're not constantly trying to be like, I'm okay, and outsmart themselves, outsmart their emotions, but they can just, it just lives there. Mm-hmm. It's not about wallowing in it, but it's just like, 
they can hold space for that. Mm -hmm. And if you can hold space for your pain, I feel like other people can also see that it's okay. Mm. And you can hold space for other people's pain too. That's the other thing. It's like, anyway. No, I like like Mm. that. It feels like you, you have this wisdom. I mean, right? You've got like an old soul. You've been told that before. Yeah. Right? Like, have you yeah. been in this sort of yeah, yeah, realm yeah. for, like, your entire life of, like... I've always been a... I'm a Scorpio. I'm, like... I feel like I've always been, like, a... Okay in the darkness. Right. Right, right. Like... <laughs> although, apparently, according to my Enneagram, I'm an enthusiast, which doesn't like being sad, but... Um, anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, you can be... Live in the darkness, but not want to stay there yeah yeah right? it's yeah, just yeah. visiting you're just passing you're just through. visiting just... i i do like getting to the root yeah. of of what it is like what you know sometimes some people can be like oh i'm just like in an off mood today mm-hmm. and like they're okay like admitting that which is awesome and i like yeah that's just where i'm at i'm more like I have to figure out what that is. Right. I'm getting to it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to journal until my wrist hurts until yeah. I figure this out. Um, yeah. I Yeah, I really appreciate <laughs> that. But it's... Uh, now, do you find that... Because I love... Like, I mean, that's why we are actors, right? Like, what you're mm-hmm. talking about is this beauty craft that we get to do. Mm-hmm. But we don't always get to do it. It's true. So that when you go to do, like, a day, a guest star on that thing... How do you find that depth then? Oh man, it's hard. Right, it's, but we—that's our job, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And I don't—I I don't know if I have the answer. I think it's sometimes I get to set and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be one of those things. <laughs> sure. I'm going to just do my job, and but other times you you can look at your scene partner and go, yeah. oh, we're gonna we're gonna do something today. Yeah. So how do you find it? Oh my God, Key. This is gonna be like kind of like whoa, well. Depending how conservative some of these listeners are. Okay, I read this book called Pussy. Okay. So far, so good. You're not scaring anybody. I go. I highly recommend it. It's amazing. But uh, what she talks about a lot is like breathing into, breathing in your pussy, but breathing into like your, your base, your basin. And sometimes when I, I feel like when I actually connect to that part of my body and like that root, there's. It's like a never-ending stream of, of stuff. Mm. If I really just let it, if I try to like remove the blocks that are always like, and I just breathe, and I, tr- you know what it is? It's trusting. Mm. It's just like a deep trusting yourself, um, is what it feels like in yeah. me. Being like, it's there, and like if it's not there on that tape, whatever. Forget these people. It'll. It's there though. Right. You know. And the most I can do the. The only thing I can really control is just like trying to let it come up, let it be calm, let it, let myself be calm, mm-hmm. make space for it. Marlon Brando said something. Someone was like, "Why are you such a good actor?" He's like, "I breathe out of my asshole." <laughs> I was like, "That's so." Funny. I mean, I get it. There's a level of connection to our yeah lower regions that we need to do yeah. But I think it becomes. It's the balance that I sometimes struggle because there's so much cerebral. Sure. And as like a writer, producer, like creator mm-hmm. that you are, it's sometimes detached, right? Sure. Um, so I, I don't I don't know how to find like what's your practice that you do to keep connected to that? I mean, as an actor, like I do a lot of Meisner. Yeah. Um just because it keeps me out of my head. And also I become a good lie detector for myself uh-huh. and I know when it feels honest and I feel like that's really I feel like that's really important like mm-hmm. in knowing your instrument mm-hmm. knowing when it feels honest instead of trying to like be like okay what do they want what does what does this scene need or da 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 it's like okay no like if I'm connected to my body I'm gonna know when it feels right mm-hmm. and when it feels off and yo sometimes it's been off yeah like are you able to go oh well uh, I get so disappointed yeah uh, I'm like watching yourself I can watch myself going oh sneakers I, I honestly yeah. don't watch myself I, very I often don't at all. anymore because there's times that it just like I can see like I can see oh, yeah. the light turn oh, yeah. off or... yeah 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 yeah. oh my god 
um, I'm getting better at just sort of being like, you did your best. Yeah. And if I didn't do my best, trying to be honest with myself about that too, being like, mm, I could have been more prepared. Mm-hmm. And, and but not spiraling into, oh my god, I'm a failure. I'm gonna, I'm never gonna have a career now, or I'm, I'm being blacklisted. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I did spiral. one bad scene, yeah. and everything's over. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to be like, look, we're all figuring it out. Like we're all just doing yeah. our best. That's a big difference in the way that I've started to live my life is like, Brene Brown says this. I don't know. I forget which book it was. Maybe Daring Greatly. Mm -hmm. Um, Where someone asked her, her therapist said, do you believe people are doing their best? Mm -hmm. And she was like, hell no. (laughs) And then she did this like uh, social experiment where she interviewed, I don't know, a couple hundred people and asked them, do you believe people are doing their best? And the results were just 50-50. Some people said yes, some people said no. Right. And then she asked her husband, and he he took that question away for a while and came back and was like, I don't know if people are doing their best, but it makes my life better believing that they are. Mm. And that is just like... Mm-hmm. It's changed. It's... And I'm, I, I don't say it as in like, oh, I'm trying to let myself off the hook by being like, you did your best. But sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, stop being so critical. You did your best. Mm-hmm. And you would have said that to anyone else. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes. I full on agree. It makes my it's life just, better. <laughs> and I do, I think, I always say like, people are doing their best. It might not be the best for me. Mm. And then that kind of lets me have the feelings that I feel sure 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 as opposed to discounting them being like Mm -hmm. you're doing your best I shouldn't be upset right but I still don't know how to stop beating myself up about it like Mm. have you crossed that bridge are you like constant or is it constantly navigating no I'm I I will say I think I'm better at it yeah it's a muscle are you better at it um it depends on the day (laughs) (laughs) like I think I am and then you know, like life and sure. like every day is so different and so I'll be dealing with something in the morning and then go to set and I'll be like, not where I need to be. But I do think that, I do think that having the muscles of a better practice helps you. So like, it's not mm-hmm. like, like meditation, for instance, I try to meditate as much as I can, but it's not something I'm like, oh, I got to quickly meditate. I got to get him You have to like have those muscles in place yeah. so that when you're on set and you're having one of those, like, I'm not doing very well right now, you can click into that. Oh yeah. As opposed to like it, cramming for a meditation test. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so true. It really does start that. I mean, it's that also that expression, like how you do anything is how you do everything. And it's like, if you're trying to find ways to be nicer to yourself in your work, you have to find ways to be nicer to yourself in all ways. Always. Yeah. And the, I mean, I think the hardest thing about our job actually is dealing with the distractions while you're on set. All the obstacles Mm. while you're on set. Not even while you're on set. Like leading up to all the distractions that you have before you get to practice what your craft Mm -hmm. is, what your passion is. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I often have to be like, like when I'm actually on set and oh man, when I was younger, so many things like I'm wasting their time. Mm. Oh, like mm-hmm. I can't do another take because uh, I got to get it on one take. They're, they're so stressed. I'm just like, fuck it. Take up space. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Take your stress elsewhere. I'm here to just do my best on this scene. And like, I can't, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like that eating disorder gave you that lesson like super early. Take a space, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Like, did you, I mean, your sister helped guide you through. Was there anything else, like anybody that might be struggling with something like that too, Mm. where they're like, oh, I can't, I'm wasting time. Like, is there anything that you can give as advice to that? Asking for a friend? (laughs) (laughs) Love that. I just feel like that's something that, like, I don't think we ever... It's gone. Like oh, I was I was gonna say I don't think we ever like done. Do you know what I mean? And I figured Abs- that out. No, no, but no, no. I, I think like right now it seems like you you got a hold of something, and it might like switch next week, next year, totally. next something, and be like, okay, now I got to figure this out. But if the more aware we are of the journey and figuring things out, mm-hmm. I think the better. Oh, for sure. But I interrupted you. What were you gonna say? About? <sighs> There's so many things I want to say. 
You can say them all. I'm like, you got I mean, time. Okay, you got part, but part time. of the, I think part of the antidote, I almost said anecdote, yeah. antidote <laughs> to, to this is remembering what makes you special. Like remembering that, that you're your, your own unique being. And again, when, when young actors or anyone talks to me, I'm like, go travel, fall in love, get your heart broken, like do all the things. Mm-hmm. Don't play it safe. No. Because nobody's going to learn from safety. No. No. And no one's path is your path. Honestly. It's their path. Yeah. If you follow it, it's not going to work. It's not yeah. your path. Like you need to do your own thing. Yeah. AKA lean into what makes you happy. Lean into uh, what you're interested in. Like there's no time wasted. You know, I think so much in, mm. in, the west especially it's like productivity it's like okay i just graduated from mm-hmm. university that means that i need to da, 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 da. i'm like great you just graduated university go fuck off to south america for a year yeah like <laughs> or listen to your instincts or whatever like, you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah 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 if your instincts because some like, people are like i don't want to do that i don't know like, like no go you have to go uh i think travel is super important me too um what uh, presence what gets you what's that Makes you present. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't traveled for a long time. I often like tag on travel when I'm working. Yeah. And that's not always good either. Like it's good mm. to just do purposeful travel where you're like backpack yeah. and and that's it. That's all yeah. you need. But um, I was going to ask you what, what drives you now? Like you are getting offered roles, mm-hmm. maybe easier than you used to. Mm-hmm. So what drives you to keep doing to it? To keep going. Believe it or not, there's no place that I think people with ambition get to where they're like I'm good yeah right, 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 right. and settle I'm good and then Every... it may be like this millisecond and yeah. then the next one will be like oh oh but maybe I, I could have gotten more episodes or maybe I could have gotten a better deal or maybe yeah. maybe I should have been on different network or maybe did it and all this oh stuff oh my god right? it's a lifetime oh yeah I talked to even I was gonna say talk to Beyonce, but I don't. I'm just not a friend of mine. But like, I, I'm sure everybody still struggles with like, you know, like how many stories. There should be a great book somewhere about the stories of successful people when they're at their peak of success. Yeah, and they're feeling the worst they've ever felt. Totally. Which I I know happens time and time again. It's the ebbs and flows. So do you, you have um, like, you have a drive then to keep creating. Do you have yeah. a drive like to do your own things? As yeah. Well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does that li- Because I also think that's juggly. Because, right, people are giving you... Juggly? Juggly, you know. <laughs> I think you get what I mean. Come here. Uh, but, like, because people are giving you roles, and you would have to challenge those gifts of roles in order to pursue your own things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So how do you navigate that? Oh, man. Well, I haven't quite got there yet. Um, right now, it's more like I'm creating stuff in my side mm-hmm. time. Um, like writing books yeah, and like writing. whatnot. Yeah, I'm writing a feature right now too. Um, it's what was it? Sorry, my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard um, that on podcasts before? When tummies rumble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's actually a podcast called When Tummies Rumble. <laughs> it should be. Um, <laughs> I should feed you. Is that what Mm-mm. you're saying? No, you're not hungry. No, I'm good. Uh, I got my. It's a licorice tea. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Um, my question was like your balance between creative output and creative input like being part of somebody else's sandbox and make your own yeah it's I I feel like the kind of train I've been on in the past year has been like okay I'm gonna do a lot I'm gonna do a lot of other people's projects um, in terms of I'm just lending myself as an actor uh, in hopes of being able to afford the time to not mm-hmm. always do that mm-hmm. and really be, um, really either be in creation mode or just like really, really choosy over what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, spending my time doing other stuff. You've got such amazing um, business savvy. You think so? Uh huh. I don't think everybody has this kind of self awareness or insight into your the future of your creative career as you you see you think so yeah that's nice where do you get that from uh probably like my really intense immigrant parents yes 
<laughs> that <laughs> really, are like, like have a plan oh do like it's it's funny it blows my mind the amount of people I know that are like um things like don't file their taxes or whatever yeah I'm like oh my god oh my god my parents are like <laughs> do follow the rules do the thing right be prepared like so no wonder you're like I'm gonna break some rules yeah oh yeah for sure yeah for sure but they've definitely um like they've they've been entrepreneurs and really you know classic kind of like started from nothing so they they're they're never they've they've taught me to never be entitled to anything hmm. and to never expect people to just <laughs> give you any level of success yeah like I've always been well aware that whatever I wanted to do I would be creating and especially the fact that I'm an artist and like no one in my family is an artist mm-hmm. they're like what they're like okay well then you're working like five times harder yeah. or whatever yeah and so I'm like okay like I just I'm okay with that mm-hmm. I think I was I think I was always just like aware and comfortable with that yeah um but then having the structure of like keep to the rules like you're yeah. saying like keep on track that way yeah like just I guess it's just like be prepared be responsible yeah it's really about being responsible actually and um it's funny because all your characters are so like not all of them but very irresponsible oh, totally. like they're like just <laughs> I play disasters totally. like, yeah play a lot of like criminals and stuff yeah. too yeah um which I love like I actually love it was funny I was doing kind of like a photo shoot yesterday sort of like a headshot session and the photographer was like so what kind of like roles are you like trying to get now and I was like oh, I'm trying to get now I was like I don't know I feel like I, I feel like I get to play what I want to play mm. and she's like oh cool that's like you're lucky yeah. and I was like yeah I think why I actually have started to see this as such a amazing benefit was I went to musical theater school which right you sing too wants to yeah I mean I don't really (laughs) sing musical theater but okay I used to more um they want to fit you in boxes like you're an ingenue or you're a character actor or you're a da 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 and I feel like I somehow was strange enough that they they couldn't Mm. really place me Mm -hmm. the same way like we don't you're know not an ingenue. But you're not. You're a character actor, but you're not quite musical theater character actor. Yeah. Um, so, we're not sure where what you are, kind of. And so, I kind of got away with not being boxed in. Yeah. As much as I saw a lot of my peers, unfortunately, get boxed in. I bet at the time you were like, oh, just oh, box me in. Oh, sure. At the time, I was like. I was like, there's no rules for me. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, what do I play? And I ended up playing a lot of men, male roles. Mm-hmm. Like, my whole life, I've played male roles. Male roles in plays, musicals, like, everything. Interesting. So, um, yeah. Now, again, things are changing, which are awesome. And there's more dimensions to uh, a lot of female roles coming out now. But um, So, paint, paint me a picture of what your, like, ideal life is. He's yeah, so sweet. I know he's, he's doing good. He's, he's just, just cleaning. Good. He's just cleaning. Well, like, I think it's like his version of biting his nails. Um, yeah, like I have to. This is also me needing to wrap it up because I yeah, can yeah, also like. Of course, we always have these episodes, and I'm like, oh my god, I could talk, and they're like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, I like forgot all, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would I like. What's your What's your next passion? Like you've you've got contracts, you've got things mm-hmm. coming up that are you don't have to take the lead on them you're just gonna mm-hmm. do your work and then mm-hmm. do your job but is there anything that you're like I have to do this I, I know in my gut I know in my soul I need to I definitely need to direct yeah I've directed theater oh yeah which I love also I need to go back to theater too as an actor um, why do you say that I mean I get it but why do you say that <laughs> oh it's so satisfying yeah it's so satisfying the, the audience um, the momentum of the play because it's not just like cut 
cut, I cut, know. and you do it 50 times. And then... If you're lucky, one of the crew members is like, ha, that was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, my audience is for the boom operator. Exactly. If he's smiling, I'm like, victory! Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, things are out of sequence, so you don't get to feel this, like, really beautiful journey that you get to feel often in theater because it's ha- yeah. not always, but often happening sequentially. So... Is there a play you want to do? Oh. Either be in or direct. There's this Neil LeBute play called The Mercy Seat. Neil LeBute is nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has this play called The Mercy Seat. I did like a monologue from that when I was in theater school. And, uh, I just, I don't, I don't think I'm quite old enough yet to play yeah. it. But 100% when I'm old enough to play it, I'm like, I have to do that. Yeah. It's it's just a two-hander and it's so delicious. Yeah. Like it's uh, it's like guts. Um and I want yeah, I, I I really can see myself directing at some point. I'm not really in a rush. Mm-hmm. I'm not like oh yeah, I need to do mm-hmm. this. Um but yeah, I love working with actors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually love directing actors and playing with them and Yeah. Um, who in your life is a firecracker? I already said my sister. <laughs> is this a rapid fire round? No, yeah, it's rapid as one question. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, my uh, the like three closest women to me, my my sister and my my two closest friends that are oh, they're just brave people. They're just brave. Mm. What do you think? What it makes them brave? Like they're not they're, superheroes. They're like, are they firefighters? Yeah. But like, you know, like because when I think of bravery, I think sure, of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is brave to you? Oh, that's so that's so funny that we have. I know, but isn't it true? Like, I, I also like if so I dig like, deeper, I'm like, oh no, bravery is facing. It's just such a masculine thing way to look at it, like warrior, oh. like. Well, I saw it as a woman. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> like. Like um, that's my own shit. I saw it as well. Yeah, right. I was like a war, like a like a Viking, like mm. a, yeah. Bravery. Like a Joan I, of Arc. I yeah. see that as brave. But like, right. what's your version of brave, bravery? Again, being honest with yourself. <laughs> I love that it's, a it's question. scary, it's right? It's fucking scary being honest with yourself because. You like disappointing your own expectations is like the hardest thing ever. Yeah, and you know, and having a dream or a projection of how things are gonna go, some often like with relationships or it could be anything, it could be anything external or whatever, and it not going the way mm-hmm. that you intended, and being honest about all of the nuances of that also not always just like vilifying the thing or the person that you didn't get and being like it's okay it's not it's not meant for me sometimes and sometimes it's just like it's not meant it's this isn't supposed to be and I know I like wished it to be this way but it's not and it still hurts oh my god it hurts so much I guess what I'm saying about like my friends, for example, that I'm talking about is that they seem to catch it sooner rather than later. Mm. Meaning, they're not going to let it drag on forever and compromise everything and all their integrity mm-hmm. just to hold on to this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be like, okay, actually, I... I can't compromise this. I can't compromise my integrity. Yeah. When's the last time you compromised your integrity? <laughs> this morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of like a specific thing. I mean, I, I do it... I do it sometimes when I know I should speak up about something and I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Where and someone's talking feeling. shit in a way that I'm like... And I'll be like, oh, yeah. I bet you're getting better at that, though. I am getting better. I at feel that. like this wave, you know, in, in the climate that we're in right now, has taught me to get better with speaking up. Yeah. But it's still, like, that is a great example of when I'm like, oh, sneak us, speak yeah. up, speak up. Yeah. Louder. Yeah. 
Yes. And I... It's better for everyone yeah. in the long run. Yeah, even it really the jerk. is. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, you're welcome. I've yeah. just taught you a lesson. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice you would give your younger self? I love that question. It's a, a sort of a trick question. I'll let you answer and then I'll tell you why I think it's tricky. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it depends a, what age, but... Well, it's your own choice. Like, okay. your younger self could have been last week if you really want. Not to eat that burrito at four o'clock in the morning. My advice to my I know it's a tricky question because obviously if you tell them something, then they wouldn't have gone through the journey that got you to be right. So getting that notion, yeah, putting that honestly, it would have been something I said earlier, which is like no one's path is your path. Like, just I feel like there are these really poignant times in my life, like twelve and like twenty, when I feel like I knew who I was. Mm And then I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and I got inundated with all the noise and all the voices and all the pressures and was like, oh, fuck. Uh, I and just felt like those are, they kind of feel like lost years to me in a way. Like, I, they almost feel like a gap in my memory a little bit. They're not as vivid as the times where I was like, oh, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And who I am is different than anyone else uh so yeah it's something like that and i I just got the results back and you're right (laughs) your answer was correct i just want to let you know Um, i love talking with you yeah yeah it's such a great chance just to have this time i know i'm not even recording this (laughs) i just wanted to this is just the warm-up that's right i should push play um, yeah. We're in a movie together. I love it. I haven't seen it yet. And then the thing is, like, because I'd always, like, admired you, like, like when I'd see, like, the work that you were doing, and then you get this chance, like, I don't even think I knew how lucky that time was, like, oh, on set of, like, was, hanging out with you yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was, just, like, such a good time. So fun and playful and, <laughs> you know. I ruined so many takes from laughing. Oh, that's, that's my job. There. <laughs> no, seriously. They're really fun. Have you seen it? No. I saw it for the first time in Whistler. And yeah, it's fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll see it. Oh yeah, maybe at, I'll see in it in March. March. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not seeing that. Good luck. I think you're fantastic. Thank you. I do. I Thank think you. you're so great. Thank you for this. I feel the same wanna, way. I want to do this again. Yeah. Again. I'm gonna turn it off. You know what rhymes with Jess? Yes. So I say yes to Jess. She's fantastic. I am just so very happy that we made time for each other and sat down and had this chat. And uh, yeah, she's just the best. Sometimes it's easy, you know, to say yes to a lot of things. I mean, for me, that's how I say yes to everything all the time. And uh, sometimes it's not the right thing. But I'm always really, really happy when I get to have you know, one of these deep conversations with a firecracker because I know it's always the right thing. I always know. I've never had one of these discussions and gone, well, that was a waste of time. (laughs) It's always been really, really meaningful. And I'm so grateful that these folks that have been my guests spend time with me. You know, time's time's precious. And uh, yeah, I feel really lucky for that. Don't forget to follow Jess on her social media and let us know while you're over there what your favorite part of this chat was. You can follow us. Instagram and Twitter is at firecrackerdept. I'd love to know what stood out for you and what resonated for you in this conversation. You can see Jess now on Letter Kenny on Crave TV, The Boys and The Expanse on Amazon, Working Moms on Netflix, and CBC Gem. I mean, really, you have so many options. Turn on the TV, switch around to Amazon, Netflix, CBC, and you'll probably find Jess. Hey, put in your books. The upcoming Spark Chat live on Instagram is the first Sunday of every month. It depends what time my guest is available, but uh, it's usually sometime around noon Pacific Standard Time, which means like 3 or 4 Eastern Standard Time, and we usually announce the time beforehand. Uh, We've had great chats. Oh my gosh, Cameron Manheim had so many words of wisdom to offer us last month. Before that was Astrid Van Weer and Cat Barrel. 
And this month coming up, the one and only Sarah McVie from Working Mums and The Handmaid's Tale will be my guest. So I can't wait to chat with her and catch up with her life and then take questions from you as well. So you can find all the details for that on our Instagram page at firecrackerdept. Thank you so much to my big firecracker team. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do any of this without them. Here's the team that are in LA. It's AJ Edmonds, Farah Marani, Emily Churchill, Monique Madrid, Camille Adams, Jordan Giddens, Deanna Moffat. And then in Toronto, there's a whole other chapter. And those are Joanne Boland, Anna Gustafson, Veronica Martin, Sydney Nielsen, Laura Lee Delmaccio, Winnie Wong, Naomi Wright, Chelsea McKenzie, and Sarah Bowden. And don't forget about our UK chapter. We've got Vicki Breer over in England, and she is staying up late because of the time zones and helping us build our community. So thank you. And we're just getting started. There are people joining us all the time, and we're lucky and we are better off for it. So thank you so much for all the folks that have reached out and said, hey, I see what you're doing in the firecracker department and I want to help. Thank you. Maybe some of you are thinking, hey, I'd like to get involved. I really would love that. So why don't you go on over to our website, see what we're doing and see what part kind of jazzes you. It could be something in the comedy department, the art department, the script department, the red point department, where we celebrate aging in the arts. Uh, just go on over to firecrackerdepartment.com and check us out. And then drop me a line at firecrackerdepartment at gmail.com and let's chat. Go over to Instagram or Twitter at firecrackerdept. And while you're online, because who's kidding who we're online all the time, why don't you go over and give us a little rating and review? Because it really helps us keep bringing these podcasts to you and keep building our community. It really does. We know that you have two ears and there's a lot of things you could be listening to. So we really appreciate that you're choosing Firecracker Department. And we just got one better because you're here. See you next time on the Firecracker Department, everybody.